Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hamilton. Oh, and we're hitting on the horror train early this year <laughs> as we talk about a brand new franchise. We are done with... What were we doing before this? Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. It's been a long week, you guys. <laughs> uh, and we are talking about Child's Play. The first one. The first one. <laughs> not, not the 2019 not two, one. Not two, yeah. 2019, yeah. A lot of people, don't forget these movies are not until later called Chucky. That's They're right. They're called Child's Play. I was like thinking to myself, don't call it Chucky. Don't, don't call it yeah. Chucky. <laughs> don't call it the Chucky franchise. I mean, you could. I guess you could call children's it play, Ch- children's <laughs> playtime, children's. Yeah, jaunting. the naming the naming convention for this one is all over the place. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, it kicks off with Child's Play in 1988, and uh, you know what? Let's hear the trailer. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Presents now, Mommy. A good guy! I knew it! <laughs> I, I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. Everyone knows most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. This was no, no accident, accident, but it does happen at home. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> there's actually a really funny like the like the tagline of this uh, trailer. I didn't put it because I didn't want to play the whole like two minute thing or whatever. But at the end, the tagline is like, "There's nothing nice about murder, <laughs> and there's nothing innocent about child's play." <laughs> As the like titles come up, I love this trailer though because it's got like the awesome score in there from the movie. Yeah. Uh, from uh, what's uh, it was uh, Joe Renzetti, um, which I was really digging the the score in this. So fun fact, fact about this movie is that it was originally titled "Batteries Not Included." Yes. But then they, but then the producers <laughs> found out that Steven Spielberg was working on a movie called "Batteries Not Included." Yeah, <laughs> gonna have to change <laughs> that. Like we're gonna include the batteries now <laughs> and make it a plot point. Right? <laughs> That's right. The batteries were included, but they're not inside. <laughs> um. Has uh, let's uh, before we get started here. Has anyone um, have you guys seen this movie before? Is this your first Chucky experience? What's the deal? I have a passing awareness of Chucky. I think that I've seen bits and pieces of God knows which ones throughout the years on television. Were you surprised it was a doll? <laughs> nope, that one tracked. That Did you a- think it was going to be Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, what the fuck? I thought these were people being mauled with a giant rat. I was aware of Chucky, but wasn't sure of the spelling, <laughs> and I thought it was Chuck E. Cheese, Cheese. Esquire. <laughs> uh, but as for this version, I don't think that I've ever seen the original Child's Play. I think it was in on in the background at a Halloween party, and I watched like all at least all the way through the Aunt Maggie stuff because I remember that, but then I don't remember the rest. Oh yeah, Aunt Maggie. Uh, <laughs> I too was aware of Chucky and had seen uh, 
you know, clips. You and, were living your life Chucky adjacent. Yes. I was always like, hey, what's that doll doing? Oh, he uh, introduced us to the Terror Tram one year at Universal. That's right. Yeah. Oh. And he, yeah. yeah that he, was the Cult of Chucky year, I think. What if I was just like, yeah, he was in Ready Player One, right? <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, that guy. Uh, but yeah, this was my first time seeing the original. Um, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I had... Uh, you know, obviously, there's something good here that, uh, you know, moves on to create a whole franchise. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I found most interesting was that my awareness of Chucky was mostly as, like, a total joke right. thing. Like, I expected this movie to be way more full of, like, you know, ridiculous you, humor. And, you like, expected him to jokes. have, like, have Freddy, like, type taunts exactly. and stuff like that. And he... Does sometimes, but it doesn't go full. No, I think this movie is much more grounded in like a single mom being scared of like what her kid's doing. Yeah, it's like, way more played straight than I thought it was going to yeah. be, which I actually really enjoyed. And the mom's <laughs> just batshit in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, for good reason, is yeah. it? <laughs> so, uh, this movie, um, you might be wondering. If you haven't seen any of the Chucky movies, how does a doll come to life and go on a murder spree? And the answer is a religion that we don't quite understand. <laughs> Some sort of voodoo magic. magic. Voodoo, yeah, like black magic thing. Uh, Dr. Death, I believe. There's there, there, right. there's a lot of elements swirling around in this because we get to see Charles Lee Ray. Uh, at the beginning of this movie, and he's robbing a bank, but he's described as a serial killer. So he is a serial killer who also associates with a crew that also robs banks. Was he robbing a bank? He was robbing something. Uh, I thought he was just like running away from the cops. I don't really know what was going on. Uh, but like anyway, he has a crew. Like he's a like usually serial killers traditionally loners. That's true. Uh, and he was the strangler, the Lakeshore <laughs> strangler, right. or something like that. Because oh, this movie takes place in Chicago in Heck the winter. Yeah. Uh, and and then he also allegedly associates with a voodoo priest and then practices voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> but he you looks know, like, like most But he killers. looks like the dude who like you that you would bowl two lanes over from if he was at a bowling alley and he would definitely be at a bowling alley. He looks like Brad Dorf. <laughs> Cuz that's who it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um I didn't realize that like the good guys doll was like a doll that could be any name or anybody. Like I thought it was like Chucky, but it's like branded. These, yeah. these are dolls that could have any name, and and then this one becomes Chucky because it's Charles Lee that takes over. Yeah, the, and there was like a there's actually a commercial too where they call him Oscar. Yeah, I, mean, I uh-huh. thought that was his name too, but no, apparently not. Did you guys have any dolls when you were little? Not or like boys? not like that. I had what? I had a um from. The Hanson family that lived down the street from us, they had a garage sale. <laughs> I thought you were going to say had, you had a doll of one no, of the Hanson no. brothers. And, then, <laughs> and, they, and, and he had sold, and they had a, a Stay Puffed doll that, oh. that I got that I carried around with me constantly. The okay. Hanson brothers' dolls come with phrases like, we're not girls, and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> we play our own instruments. <laughs> um Cabbage Patch dolls are really big. I was going to say, was little... I did have one of those. Yeah. Oh, you did? With like a Cubs outfit on. That... Oh, what was his name? I don't remember. They all have unique names. My mom know. would know. Oh, my god. Let's gosh. call her Let's up. call her up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, like, I had three. I had the baby one that had no hair, and then I had like a little bit older one, and then I had like a full-on toddler one, and their names were Henrietta Isabel, Elvira Mindy, and Delta Nadine. Delta Nadine. And thinking about it now, I'm like, is that why people in our generation are giving their kids like 
the most insane names to try and make them unique. Like, is Cabbage Patch Dolls part of the problem? I think so. Yeah. What is Delta Nadine? Senator Delta de Nadine to you. Oh, that's so <laughs> weird. I was like, was she a soldier or something? Oh, no, like Delta <laughs> is a name. Delta Burke. <laughs> uh, I, I guess. You got one. Uh, <laughs> Delta uh, Airlines. Yeah. That's not a name. That's a company name. Named after Sir Delta, Delta. of Airborne. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he was a school teacher who invented uh, a cold remedy. Yeah. He invented commercial flight. I mean, it must be somebody's name. I mean, unless Delta Burke was the first one, then they named the doll after her. I'm sure right. it's someone's name. So, it's probably some southern I just, thing. I just don't know one single person named Delta. <laughs> I'm looking at Cabbage Patch Kids yeah, on eBay Del- right now. Del- Delta's out there. <laughs> Tweeted us. I also, I also had the American Girl doll. Samantha, and it was like the beautiful moment with like the one present that you really wanted, except it was Christmas. It wasn't my birthday, but it was like, yeah. What was Samantha's story? Uh, She was from like, um, (laughs) she was also a not colonial. That's not right. Like turn of the century uh, um, America. So like pre-flapper, like if she was born. No, no, no. Yeah, like I want. I keep for some reason I keep saying colonial, but that's not the right word. Victorian. Victorian. Okay. Yeah. Right. Is that right? In America, though? No, not America. You're talking about like 1890s. Yeah. Yeah. Post Civil War, Reconstruction. Yes, definitely post Civil War. Um, but yeah, she was the one that like befriended the um, the children of the servants, and so it was like you know she she was yeah. American girl dolls are so weird. Yeah, like, you yeah. know. And she she was like really into um, like. Not inventing, but being like a leader. So I think she had. She was the one that like first started the partnership with the Girl Scouts because she was palling okay. around with the Baden pals and, and yeah. Whatever. So it's something that's really interesting about this movie to me, and I think that it's kind of something that's terrifying of like how beautiful and kind of dark a kid's imagination is and how this mom is like oh it's so cute he's talking to the doll he thinks the doll's real and then how sinister that can become mm-hmm. and how you kind of don't know what's going on in a kid's mind and what they think is real and that how there's something really scary about that. Yeah. Uh, and this movie really capitalizes in a way that makes it this existential fear that I think works really, really well. And that's why people who saw this movie at a young age are still fucked up by it yeah. to this day. <laughs> I was talking to someone just last week that was like, fuck those movies. I can't, <laughs> I can't even think about that. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes on, but the fact that it's, like, a real dude that took over the doll and that he, like, talks so plainly and is just kind of, like, so realistic, in my mind, he's, like, much less scary than, like, Annabelle, for say, because right. she's got, like, uh, um, supernatural powers, where his only supernatural power is that it's a guy in the doll. <laughs> right, Everything yeah. else is physical. Like, he doesn't yeah. really have any, like... He can't control things with his mind, or yeah, he's yeah. Well, there's super also strength. there's also multiple times where people just pick him up and throw him away. Yeah, <laughs> so he's bound so by good. the laws of physics and and like human strength, but he, he also has to rely on people falling over, yeah. getting yeah. low to the ground, and, yeah, for the most part, or just surprise attacking someone and yeah. pushing them out the window. Yeah, another way to go. Yes. So yeah, so uh, Charles Lee, what is it? Ray. Ray. Cheese. Charles Lee Cheese. <laughs> Charles Lee Ray. He, gets, he, for whatever reason, gets chased into a toy store. Yeah. And he gets shot a bunch, and he's all like, I'm going to kill you, cop guy. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but before he dies, he starts going like, I gotta find somebody. I gotta find somebody. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Um, and he knocks over this like pile of the good guy dolls and stares straight into one of the good guy dolls' eyes and starts chanting this crazy chant. Boogaram, Boogaram. Hey, hey, don't do it. What's wrong with <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, Jesus. I was all doing right. the Temple of Doom chant. All right. <laughs> it brings in all sorts of it brings in all sorts of cool special effects from the Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which come back later. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this looks exactly like what Ghostbusters looks like. Where the sky is all like dark and cloudy and uh and then it's like lightning bolts. Um, and a lightning bolt strikes the store and it totally blows up, which I was <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, so yeah, basically he knows how to transfer his soul into another body, but there's no bodies around. So he has to settle for the doll. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess works. I know. I don't know the details of this. Uh, and then, chant, and then what happens is that the whole toy store burns down and then we cut to this homeless guy selling the doll in a parking lot. Uh, he was a peddler. Is what they called him, I think. Yeah. He was a peddler <laughs> who turned into a rapist. A so, rapist. like, I don't, yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. Do, like, homeless people and people that sell stuff that fall off the back of the truck, they're probably, they just want to make money. They probably yeah. don't want to rape you. Um, but <laughs> maybe, I don't, know, I don't know, I guess. But, ugh, what yeah, a that, trope. That scene was gross. Um, but I love the, <laughs> she, like, works, this is this is uh, Andy's mom. She works at some department store at the jewelry counter. And she, like, sneaks away for, like, I don't know, five minutes to go buy this thing. And then there's, like, this really annoying boss there who's like, where have you been? You're not at your counter. And he's all giving her all this shit about, like, oh, sorry, you can't go home to see your kid because someone called in sick today. And it's his birthday. Yeah. And he's like, doesn't matter. Do you want this job or not? But her friend agrees to go watch her kid for her. Right. Right. Steak. You're like, and also like the friend first (laughs) offers to take her shift, but the guy's like, "You sell shoes, not jewelry." It's like, oh, I'm pretty sure the prices are written on everything. I think she could figure it out. Yeah, so stupid. That guy was being a dick for no reason. He was the worst, and he got no, zero comeuppance. No. Yeah, what the hell? Typically, they, in movies, like, like, never got killed by Chucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like honestly, I feel like ninety percent of the time in movies like this, where somebody's being an asshole like that, so that they can be killed later. Yeah, and this guy's just an asshole. He probably yeah, he didn't go far enough to be like Chucky's not alive. That's the, those people uh, all got yeah, killed. Yeah. Well, not all of them, but. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, we, we had previously met her son, Andy, mm-hmm. who was, like, obsessed with this good guy's mm-hmm. TV show uh, to the point where... And the TV show's scary as fuck. Yeah, I was like, okay, can we talk about this TV show? Like, yeah, what I'd love is to. it even about? Is it some sort of, like, Captain Planet type show where the good guys come and I save the day? They seem to just be handymen. Okay, <laughs> yes. But one of the toy's accessories is, like, a, se- a submachine gun that shoots water. <laughs> I mean, for the toy, but also, like, why does it have a submachine gun? Oh, we got to waterproof this deck. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's got tools, but then a gun? Like, okay, what's going on? Also, now I'm thinking, like, do you think that Andy and Toy Story is, like, is it a coincidence that this kid's also named Andy? I think it's not a coincidence. That's so yeah. funny. Because there's also other things that happen in this movie that are, like, Toy Story. End up in Toy Story. That is so funny. Like, wow, I bet they'd never admit it, but. Yeah. Someone's probably like, oh, yeah, it was, Andy it was totally John Lasseter's idea. Yeah. <laughs> Blame it all on him. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I love that he's like, the show is on and he's like, I've seen this one. And then goes off to the other room. <laughs> like, fuck this. Um, he's a super fan though. But yeah, it seems to be some show about like these dudes who are good guys and they come and go like, I want to be your friend. Yeah, it looks like the Super Mario Brothers TV show, but worse. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that show was amazing. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Super that show. Mario. <laughs> that show is really bad. Um, but uh, so all he clearly, I mean, he's dressed like. Yeah, he dresses like. He's the, wearing like the yeah. good guy's costume. He's ready for it. And he has a, there's like a box that looks exactly the same size box as the good guy toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> which is hilarious because like it's finally time to open the presents. And he's like, can I start with this one? And. His mom's like, don't you want to start with the smaller one first? He's like, no. He opens it. And so there's like this huge fucking box. And all it has in it is like a pair of jeans. One pair of pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so messed up. Why would you put it in that huge box? Just to fuck with your kid, I guess. My mom's cousin and I got in a like back and forth for like five years, five Christmases of like who could do the most obnoxious like box in a box in a box in a box <laughs> of wrapping, and the gift was like a bracelet, you know, like but the box would be like a gigantic moving my, box. My brother still does that, and we're we're all so over it, yeah. just like uh, just whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we finally had to call a truce because it just got like, it got miserable. like we're we're killing the planet with their cardboard waste. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, well. anyways, yeah, bad job, uh, Catherine Hicks, and wrapping the gift. yeah, and they're not even good guy style jeans. So no, he's obsessed. just like regular fucking. Jeans. But then she does get him like the mach- the toolbox. The toolbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets him the toolbox that has a hammer in it. And he's at like, least. I don't want this. Like even though it's still good. It's guys labeled branded. good guys. Yeah. yeah, she's trying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But she yeah. even apologizes. She's like, I know you wanted the doll, but I didn't know it existed with enough time to like save money for it. And he's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm Andy. I hate you. Um, you know, he never says that. He's a very nice child. He is. He is. Uh, so, yeah, but he gets the doll. And he's like super pumped. Yeah. And the doll's all like, hi, can we be friends? <laughs> Right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and and the doll is creepy. Yeah, I mean, it's it looks creepy to start with. Yes. It's like... It looks creepy on the but... show. Yeah, because they also, like, the ad for the doll has, like, a guy in the in doll the costume. costume. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I, which is the scariest part of the movie to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really weird, and he talks to himself. It's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, this is where uh, the This doll... is where the movie sh- it does the most interesting choice, and it plays for about 20 minutes where you don't know if this doll is alive. And I think that watching this movie, there's, it's impossible to go back and watch this movie uh, now, knowing exactly what Chucky is and what the whole deal is, and have this scene work as well as I'm sure that it did at the time. But also at the same time, it's like, oh, like I know what, like, like is he gonna do it? Is he gonna say something? And it and it holds it out for a long time. Yeah, and I think it's it's awesome. And I guess on the the screenwriter was saying that they even wanted to have it be more ambiguous if Andy was actually controlling it or killing people. Or, yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah, the, the, the story of this movie went through lots of different changes, mm-hmm. uh, some of which sounds like maybe they're putting into the, the most recent remake. Mm-hmm. But uh, originally it was supposed to be like Andy's mom was like the advertising executive for this brand and oh, it was more about like how something was just wrong with his doll and there wasn't this whole voodoo 
thing. It was, but they had, they said, you know, going through the rewrites, they're like, we need a better reason why this doll is evil and killing. Well, people. also the creator ended up marrying Catherine Hicks. So, well, the, the designer of the doll, yeah. Designer of the doll, not, yeah. Not the creator of the movie. Oh, I meant creator of Chucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kevin Yeager. Yeah. They met on set and they're married ever since. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. She but, became the mom on Seventh Heaven, so they're also probably rich. <laughs> yeah. But not getting any money anymore because there's no more syndication for Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it syndicated for, like, I guess it was oh, forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. On every, like, like, religious TV network and oh, every yeah. family channel. And, like, and, WGN had to play something during the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny, though, because I was Googling her to see what she said about the whole Stephen Collins being a child molester thing. And uh, she basically Ooh. was saying, like, TMZ got her at the airport or something and they were like would you do a seventh heaven reunion and she was like yeah i'd do it as long as it opens up with uh steven's coffin (laughs) (laughs) oh damn like she's like we'd have to kill off his character but otherwise yeah sure great (laughs) that is a choice choice response yeah (laughs) yeah uh so is is it that same night when yeah yeah, the mom has to go back to work yep and Maggie comes to watch Andy and the doll. Mm-hmm. Or just Andy. She doesn't think about the doll. This That's is where the, the doll starts talking to Andy. Yeah. And they're like, doing little... Yeah. It's like it's like it talking to his ear even though you can't hear anything. Yeah. And he learns his name is Chucky and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Chucky wants me to do this and Chucky wants me to do that. Yeah. Chucky <laughs> wants me to do the taxes. Yeah. He already said his name was Chucky because when they first when he first talks, he goes, hi, I'm Chucky or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, right. But then he, yeah, he tells him, oh, my name is Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. I don't know why he tells him that. but <laughs> He tells him a lot. Yeah. Chucky wants me to take out a high interest loan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Maggie like tucks Andy into bed and goes about her business. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, you know, you see something run by, pass behind her, like, tur, 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 tur. and she's like, the fuck? What was that? And she's like, Andy, is that you? And it's obviously not him. Sure. She starts freaking out, thinks it's, thinks she's just, like, hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> Karen even calls her to see what's going on, and uh-huh. she's like, everything is fine. And Karen's like, it sound, you sound... Sounds bad. Sounds like something's wrong. He's like, no, don't worry. I'm just... <laughs> well, don't, no worries here. It's 9 p.m. and nobody's buying jewelry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. It seemed like she was working till 2 in the morning yeah. or something. Yeah, she crazy. said she, that she could go home at 5, but had to come back at 7. Yeah. <sighs> Very weird. Um, but anyways, she's like thinking there's something behind these pots or whatever. She opens, pulls away the pot, nothing there. And then she hears something behind her and all of a sudden there's a hammer in her face <gasps> and she flies out the window. Yes. To a very gruesome death, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. She hey, falls in like, <laughs> lands on the thing. Yeah. So the police think it was the kid. Of course. <laughs> and then, and then there's a great interrogation scene of where, you know, like, like, this is where the movie starts to go off the rails in terms of how they're dealing with this kid. Where they're just like, you wanted to push her, didn't you? And yeah. he's like, I, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Look at there's footprints on the top of this counter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and of course, Chucky and the kid have the same footprints because the kid's wearing good guy's PJs with footy pajama, like, uh, Yeah, and this imprint. is the first time Andy's like, uh, you know what? I think I'm going to tell him it was the doll and see how that goes over. Yeah. <laughs> It was Chucky, and the, the adults are all like, "Yeah, right, you fucking, kid. you fucking murderer." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure it was. I'm not gonna stand by any windows next to you. Yeah, I love the mom coming home to this, and she's just like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> My best friend is dead. They don't even tell her until she's like all the way up in the apartment, and like, yeah. 
going like, there's a broken window. Like, what the fuck happened? And she's like, well, your son's at the station. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So then the next day, she drops him off at school. And I was like, she's going to take that damn doll to school. But then there was another kid <laughs> also bringing the same doll. And I was I like, all the right, same thing. Then. <laughs> and then I was thinking back, like, did people used to bring stuffed animals and Not stuff to school? Not that big. No, not that big, but I definitely brought stuff down. I brought a, I, I brought I my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, submarine to school. I had like a little Buster Bunny doll that I brought to school. Ooh. No, I didn't bring. This was school. elementary school. I mean, he was probably also in elementary school. Yeah. So. In high school, I brought different dolls. But this yeah. doll yeah. is like. <laughs> it was Darkwing Duck at that point. Yeah. It's like, shorter than him, but not by much. And yeah. the head is bigger than his head. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's proportionally disturbing to watch him carry it. Yeah. <laughs> But he took it to school, and then he sneaks out of school. Like, immediately. His yeah. mom goes around the corner, and he's like, never mind. Nobody. I'm going to go take the Chicago go, Transit. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go take the Chicago Transit, which I'm like, <laughs> this is bullshit, because he's just riding the fucking... Someone would be like, no, no, that's what I, I was like, I was like there doing? is an overly motherling Midwest woman lurking on every yes. stop of that train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, like, oh, are you lost boy? Who would take him, make him a pie and then take him home. Yeah. I mean, there's also every like, stop of that train, also like cops, like all over everywhere. The yes. Yeah. Someone would and, have been that, like, and that overly mothering Midwest woman would shove the cop out of the way. <laughs> I've got this. I've always wanted to be a mother. <laughs> Where are you going, boy? She's like, I oh, will buy you a bear's jersey and we'll get you home. Chucky wants me to blow up a house. <laughs> yeah, basically they go and seek revenge sure. on Charles Lee Ray's partner that fucked up. His name was Eddie Caputo. Yeah, did he fuck Typical up? Typical gangster What name. did he do? I'm not sure. I mean, he drove he either a- gave him off. This is the guy who drove away without him, right? Oh, right. I okay. assume. Yeah, because in the beginning, so. the the van, his getaway van, like drives off without him, and he's like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, all right. So they blow up the house, and yeah, well, and he's sleeping in a house that's for ostensibly for humans, but mostly for rats. There's a <laughs> yeah, there's a long shot of just all these mice and rats. It's really it's gross. gross, really gross. <laughs> innocent I was rats by a rat. You're trash. It's not that gross. <laughs> the innocent rats are Chucky's real victims. Yeah, I love this. Like, Eddie's like, here's something in the house because, like, Chucky has uh, turned on the gas in his oven. And he hears something at the house, and he's, like, looking around, and all of a sudden he sees this kid outside going, like, Chucky! Yeah. And so the guy's probably like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but they play this weird, this tension of, like, oh, shit, the kid's going to go inside right when it blows up. He does not. He, he does doesn't. Not. But the house does explode in spectacular fashion. But at this point, to the movie's credit, we have not seen the doll talk. We have it's all been kind of been from his perspective. We haven't really seen the doll. We get like a POV shot yeah. of it running up the stairs, yeah. like like it's some sort of uh, yep. Evil Dead shot or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we see his hand turning the valve of the yes of the his oven. little tiny baby hand. Yeah, um, his and... American girl hand that befriended the servants. So yeah. how dare you? The American girls were all fine, oh, upstanding American <laughs> girls. Chucky has <laughs> Chucky has uh, gotten a uh, taste for blood at this point. <laughs> this is the this is the moment where <laughs> the police are like, "This kid's a murderer. We gotta put him away. Put him away in a mental hospital." I know they like bring the doctor right away to be like, "I've seen enough. Like you yeah. have to spend a few days with us in this." dungeon-like insane asylum <laughs> yeah. for children, you know? Like, I, that scene was so confusing because it was just like they're in this interrogation room and then like another voice comes out of nowhere like, okay, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> this kid's nuts. 
Because he just keeps going like, Chuck, you told me to blow up the house. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, okay. I've seen enough. <laughs> I've seen enough. This and it's kind of sad, though, because the mom is like shaking the kid being like, they're going to take you away from me if you don't yeah. tell the truth about Chucky. And, and so he starts hitting Chucky being like, talk, talk, you stupid dog. Like, he gets pissed because he's like, yeah. I don't want to get taken away from my mom. Yeah. And so he's like still trying to tell the truth. He's not just telling them what they want to hear. So that already gives him like a huge step up. Most horror movie kids. Because most horror movie kids would cave and say, no, I, I you know, like the doll can't talk. I, yeah, it's me. Yeah. It wasn't me, but I swear the doll, you know, like or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like I swear it wasn't me, but, but I, I don't know what's going on with Chucky. You know, like, but right. this kid's like, no, I'm telling the truth. It was the opposite of the the curse of La Llorona, where yeah. everyone was just like, oh, nothing happened. Dun, I tripped dun, dun, and dun, fell. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, the kid is actually telling the truth here. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but he gets taken away to the mental hospital, and the mom goes home with Chucky. Which leads to my favorite scene in the entire yep. movie. <laughs> uh, she's like, uh, you know, fucking. She sets the doll in the background, and there's these awesome shots where she's, like, going to go throw out the uh, box, and you see Chucky just sitting in the background. And, the like, you know, the mom is in the foreground and in focus, but you're not even fucking watching what's happening to her. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just staring at the doll, like, waiting for him to move because she would, like, cross in front of him sometimes, but then you'd still be sitting there just, like, doing nothing. When she tries to talk to it, too, she's like, Has, could this actually be because her yeah. son is so insistent? She's like, talk, you stupid doll, and he doesn't <laughs> talk. Then she gets the box. Yeah, she gets the box, she's, like, throwing it out, and she's flipping it over, and out comes what? The batteries. Two D batteries. Two good guys branded D batteries. D batteries. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the box says batteries included. And uh, so she still is not convinced. She's like, no, no, this can't. I mean, the doll's not alive. That's fucking stupid. She goes over to the doll, flips it over. And then, like, she like she pulls, like, the clothing back. And then it's, like, for whatever this shot, it's, like, a macro shot of, like, the backlash. And I'm like, flesh-colored <laughs> plastic's real weird. Yeah. Like, why? Like That's what it would look like. It, it is. It's just weird to me. I was just like, Ugh. But anyway, there's a battery latch. Yeah, and she like she opens it, uh, and right as she does, like the Chucky's head spins around, and he doesn't he say like "You want to be my friend?" Like, uh, what yeah, does he say? I something can't like remember. that. He calls right. her a bitch at some point. Well, yeah, not, he does call yeah, her a bitch. Not, not yet, but like, so the head he turns her around. More and a bitch or something. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. The, the, head, the head turns around. We were talking about Toy Story, yeah. just like in Toy Story, where he's like, "Play nice," but I think he he turns around and he's like. Uh, yeah, he says, you want to play? In, like, the regular doll voice. Or uh-huh. And then she immediately goes, ah! and drops him, and he rolls under the bed. And I thought that was so great. Um, and she's still, like, freaked out about what's going on. And she grabs him out and decides, like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking burn him. I'm going to put him on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and she lights the... Well, lights. she's she's threatening him, right? Yeah. She's like, talk, talk. She's like, if you don't talk, I'm going to throw you in this fire. Yeah. And she goes to do that. And right as she does, he's like, you stupid bitch, you filthy slut. Did you fuck with me? <laughs> I'm sorry, it was slut, not whore. And My like, bad. <laughs> I thought that was so and funny. It's the first time we see his face fully animated. Yeah. And it's like... it. The movie is building to this moment, and it pays off in an amazing way. And we had never heard his voice, his real voice. Right. It's always been like this doll voice, like, hi, I'm Chucky. 
Yeah, or that. And it was just so, like, shocking. I'm sure people in the audience jump back in their seats. Yeah. Still, it's when when he's giving his real voice, it is still Brad Dourif yeah. who played the serial killer. Wormtown. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Apparently, um, <laughs> I was watching the special features, and uh, originally they were planning, the whole plan was to um, have someone else do the voice of Chuck. Uh-huh. And they said that it was so awful. Like, it just didn't work at all. And the creator of the thing was like, yeah, so basically there's this whole cut of the movie where Chucky sounds gay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would Tell be me how ridiculous. you sound gay, <laughs> yeah, director. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But apparently it just Tom wasn't Holland. <laughs> not yeah. that Tom Holland. Not that Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, that would be pretty jarring to hear a different voice. Uh, I think for the whole movie, but Brad Dorf does, does a great job. And I think he's hilarious as Chucky. Uh, so yeah, now everyone's in on it. Not everyone, but the mom is now like, that's oh, right. Fuck. Okay. This is real. Uh, and then she tries to tell Prince Humperdinck. The cop is played by, uh, what's his face? Chris who, Sarandon. Sarandon, who plays Prince Humperdinck and Princess Bride. I've never seen all of Princess Bride. Yes. Oh, yeah, I've heard this before. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he plays Detective Mike Norris in this movie. Indeed. And he's he's kind of like the good guy cop in this, but at the same time, he's, uh, at the station, he's one of the guys who's like, yep, kid did it. Take him away. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and he, I mean, because he's the guy who killed Charles Lee. Ray oh, yeah, he was in pursuit and yeah. killed him, yeah. Um, so you're, like, expecting him to, like, maybe believe this or something yeah did you guys go on a whole goose chase they go back to the dude that sold her the doll and she almost gets raped but he saves her and then they go to um back to her apartment or something like that i forget where they went no no they go to they go to charles lee ray's apartment she goes to Charles. yeah they go back to her apartment and she's like no i'm going to his apartment you got there's no loose ends and he's like i'm going to bed he won't go yeah and then so she goes and then he goes back to the station because oh, he's like yeah. he's like done he with the her, file. and then he gets the file, and then they both meet at the uh, his apartment, basically. But when's the scene where Chucky attacks him in the car? After all of that. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. I think- yeah, because because Chucky uh, escapes. We we forgot that like that scene where he attacks her. He runs out of the building and takes oh, the elevator right. down and escapes before she can find him. Right, so, so then, then she, go, she goes to his old apartment, and then uh, uh, when he leaves the station after he pulled the file, Chucky's in the car. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. his, uh, Charles's apartment has, like, a big old painting of, like, the voodoo guy that he is with, who's a real guy, not just, like, a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and he has all these, like, satanic-looking paintings or whatever, and I was like, well, at least they're, like, setting up a real, like... Uh, origin for this. It's not he just like really mystical see, powers. He doesn't really you know? seem like a true believer. No, and the Dr. Death even complains and says, yeah. you use your voodoo powers for evil instead of good. You're an abomination. <laughs> Which I do, I actually appreciated that scene so much that when they actually talk to the voodoo guy, because the voodoo guy is not like, just like a normal dude who like practices voodoo, which yeah. is a completely legitimate thing that people do and believe in, which is fine uh and they and they didn't they, Tyler you just say that in case anybody who practices voodoo is hey, listening and you're you never know <laughs> people no, who practice like, voodoo like podcasts but, too. but people in Dominican like yeah like it's like sure. a, it's a religion uh fine no more crazy than another religion to me yeah um so 
I like that it wasn't like, ooh, creepy magic. And he was like, no, like, you use it for evil. It's something that yeah. I do. Like, what? Like, and you just co opted it, you bastard. Yeah. That was and, like, cool. and he wasn't necessarily evil. Like, he wanted to help, and it wasn't just like, ooh, voodoo, dark magic. Like, yeah. it was nice. I liked it. Yeah. Voodoo gets a bad rap. But Chucky kills him, too. Chucky yeah. kills him, too. He shows up at, uh, he shows up at his apartment. After, like, after. Hi. It's me, Chucky. <laughs> I love that shot of him like waving his arm. Yeah. yeah. They had so many different puppets and stuff for they this. They did. For it this looks movie. great. And that was one that was like all wires that they had gotten to move like that. And he's like, hi. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man. I love how uh, this is the exposition cave of the movie where Chucky goes in and is like, tell me what happened and what needs to happen yeah. so that the audience knows. And yeah, basically, he said he started feeling pain even though he's right. a doll. It's like, so he's becoming the doll and he needs to uh, possess the soul or body of the person he first revealed himself to. Which and, is very convenient. Which is a, which is a funny moment because Chucky's like, ah, it's a fucking six-year-old. I want to be six years old again. And he's like excited <laughs> yeah. about it, which like makes him sound even crazier. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, and then later he says, I have a date with a six-year-old boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Disturbing Seventh Heaven connections. <laughs> yikes. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. I love, too, this whole scene. He's using, like, this, uh, um, like, a voodoo doll to, like, break this guy's legs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's gotten his cool little knife that he uses throughout. Well, and then he attacks the police officer in the car, and the police officer uses, like, I liked it because he used, like, the cigarette lighter to burn his face or yeah. whatever. And I was like... Oh, yeah. Remember cigarette lighters and cars? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody needs those anymore. Yeah. And it made the puppet different for the rest of the movie. Like, yeah. it really did fuck up his face. It was great. Yeah. I thought for sure that uh, Detective Mike was going to end up in a fiery death of a crash because he was just, too. like, barreling through the streets yeah, of I Chicago. I wouldn't have cared if he died, too. Yeah, That's kind of one of the failings. This is, is, like, this is, about this is, I think, where the movie starts veering into the absurd side of things because he's basically doing, like, a Bugs Bunny knife dodge through the entire <laughs> yeah. thing where it's like, it's like, oop, it's almost going to touch my butt. Like, it's going to touch my back. And yeah. he's still driving the car, and, like, it goes on for five minutes. Well, they do this <laughs> later, too, when Chucky's trying to stab the mom through yeah. a door. Yeah. She keeps moving, and it keeps narrowly missing her face. And, then he and just she's just leaning up against the door for I know, no fucking like, why don't reason. you put your face away from the door instead of just moving it around the door? <laughs> yeah. He's gonna stab you eventually. <laughs> and you would have more leverage, too. Like, there's no reason to be the way that you're in. No. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. So everyone knows the doll's alive, except for one other dude. Except but... for one dopey cop <laughs> yeah. who's like, hey, if I keep doing this voice long enough, I'll make an Ender Scorsese movie. This <laughs> kid think the stupid dog's alive. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Pretty, I mean, basically. That's, that's, that's who this dude. He basically shows up in every scene to be like, Hey! What you all fucking talking about? Kid killed the die. Everybody's dead. Let's throw the kid away. Let's go get a hoagie. Uh, would they be getting a Chicago style hot dog, please? Come on. You have hoagies in Chicago. No. Nobody eats hoagies. A grinder, then. Get a grinder. <laughs> a submarine sandwich. A submarine sandwich. What? <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah. That's why it's called Subway. <laughs> what? 
What? Did you not know this? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast where we talk about the finer, the finer art of sandwich I know art. what a Chicago style hot dog is. What is a... Fr- okay, never mind. We're talking about sandwich. <laughs> sandwich rights. You don't know what a submarine sandwich is? I know what a submarine sandwich is. Why is it a grinder? I've never heard that. Oh, a grinder um, is like a, a, a heated, like a grilled sandwich. Yeah, it's like a hot beef sandwich. <laughs> you would take the sub and put it like through a... A grinder. No, no. <laughs> put it through like a grill that heats it up. Yeah. Yeah. We should delete this whole thing and put it in the next blooper. <laughs> that time you listed no sandwich slang from other regions. <laughs> you never heard of sandwiches before. <laughs> well, it's when you take two pieces of bread. Oh, okay, oh so uh, oh. we get to the house confrontation. Oh, okay, yeah. Go well, on. what were you going to say? I was going to talk about the child psychiatric ward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the kid it. is still in there, and then Chucky comes to get him, and, of course, he's like, Chucky's coming to get me, and the doctor's like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to stab you with this sedative. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, Chucky kills the doctor. And then the kid runs away, and then they're like, they're like, oh, where could he have gone? Well, this person, this girl we've never seen before, let's talk to this broken child. Yeah, there's child. all these kids, like, just huddled in fetal position <laughs> against the wall in this, like, straight-up dungeon. And you're like, I'm like, I'm sorry, is this American Horror Story Asylum? Like, what kind yeah. of children's facility is this? Like A bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, hey, broken little girl, did you see where Andy went? <laughs> Killer doll. Killer doll. Killer doll. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> we get back to the apartment for one final confrontation with Chucky. Uh, and uh, basically, she gets to, uh, the mom gets to finish the job, what mm-hmm. she started earlier in the movie, throwing him in the fireplace. Right. And uh, <laughs> there's this amazing, you know, like how in lots of movies, like whatever the evil thing is, like just like is this happened in Pet Cemetery as well? Like right before it's about to get killed, it turns super cute. Like, hey, well, yeah, um, but you want to kill me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Chucky's all like. But Andy, I thought we were friends till the end, right? And Andy's like, this is the end. <laughs> friend <laughs> and then he lights a match even though he's like six years old i was like yeah. i can't even light a match now <laughs> yeah and he lit it on like a hard rock on the surface. stone yeah like, that's pretty badass uh, before that happens though like she's like trying to hold him back and then she's like andy help me and like he he does act like a little kid for a good 30 seconds yeah that was really realistic of him being like i don't know what to do right now we should say too that he might be a little discombobulated because right before this chucky was doing his voodoo magic on him. Oh, right. And then the Ghostbuster special effects made a, yeah. a, a return. And so you're kind of thinking like, oh, maybe he got a little bit fucked up. Fire up the Ghostbusters machine. <laughs> yeah. Chucky hits him. <laughs> Chucky says like, batters up and hits him in the back oh, of the yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, this movie has a child oh, getting yeah. hit in the head with a bat. Yeah. That's fucked up. Um, Not unlike last night's Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, we can... Uh, do you want to do the child star check-in now? Yeah, let's go for about it. Do it. Um, Andy is Alex Vincent. I actually thought, like, especially the scene where he was crying in the in his cell. Oh, he's good. That he was, was really great, good. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this kid is, like, doing a really good job of crying. And I did, like, his big line at the end. That was awesome. But <laughs> <Yeah>. anyways, um, <laughs> Alex Vincent uh, continued to act. He studied sound engineering and audio post-production. He's a writer, a poet, and he owns his own production and recording studio in Florida. And he's still, you know, involved in Chucky-verse and conventions and all sorts of things. I thought for a second you were also going to say he had a recording studio in Glendale. 
Yeah, who was, who was that? That was the kid from Santa Claus. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so then I have a few others. I couldn't find all the kids from the psychiatric ward, but I did find some. Um, so Suandra Black, uh, she owns or maybe owned a dance company here in Pasadena. But Ooh. she also is an Aflac insurance agent. Nice. Yes. And then Jana Twomey um, is a teacher in the Bonita Unified School District over in Laverne. And I can tell you that she made exactly $108,052.69 in 2018. What? Because that is public information for some reason. What? I guess Why? teachers' salaries like for certain districts oh. are all publicly published on their website interesting yeah that's so funny. at least and in now it's district. out there yeah 108 <laughs> like the lost numbers uh, <laughs> um and then aaron munns uh was one of the girls in the mental hospital she is a content strategist for usa today's ad site uh and she lives in memphis and then the last one is eden gross and he is the little kid that provided the actual chucky voice the one that's hi i'm mm-hmm. chucky oh. so he did that and he was a voice in a whole bunch of things he did christopher robin a couple times he did um flounder in the little mermaid tv show mm-hmm. um but eventually he retired from acting and now he changed his name to eden shalom and he is a real estate estate advisor in washington state for the blessing group. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I didn't even know there were that many kids in the movie. <laughs> yes, they were the Bellevue patients. They're like they have their own little section in the credits. Ooh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and I also I guess the, the walk around. Chucky is the kid from uh, is Isaac from Children of the Corn. Like he he did the walk around parts. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Ed Gale. That's who was the, the that's who was in the uh, suit. That's the stunt double one. But it says walk around. Chucky was. Oh. Maybe that maybe that means the commercial. Yeah, what? maybe. Okay, yeah. Well, because well, Ed Gale was the one who, anytime Chucky was like looked like a guy in a suit, it yeah. was like little person Ed. Gale. Okay, so yeah. maybe it's the commercial, the one that's dressed up, because that would be a walk. That's a walk around. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That would make sense. Okay, so that's the Isaac from Children of the Corn. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say we can't, you know, not we can't talk about Chucky without talking about Ed Gale, because uh, there's several scenes. Where, you know, they have these awesome puppets, but it would just be impractical, impractical yeah. and impossible for them to uh, do some of these scenes. So anytime uh, they needed him to do running or some more action beat, it was Ed Gale in a costume. And the cool thing, too, about those scenes um, is that uh, anytime they're going to use him, they built a set that was 30% larger. than the Oh, that's awesome. Sets. That's yeah. so cool. So that they made so that it made him look like to scale and everything. That's what Ant-Man and the Wasp did. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, and Practical. so, and he, they actually, he, he's in a lot of the movie. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. That's fantastic. Well, so there's this, this final confrontation in the apartment goes for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's burned, but then the burned one comes back and then yeah. she starts shooting him. And then the pieces of him start <laughs> yeah. trying to kill everybody. That was there was so a great. good part where the Chucky's severed head was going, kill them all, kill them all. And I was like, Rico, is that yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And then the, the, our, our grinder guy shows up and he's like, Hey, let's get a sandwich. Oh, what you got? Oh, everybody thinks the dog's allowed. Now, what the fuck is going on in here? He's like, oh, come on. Humper Dink? Like, what are you talking about? This Let me just dead. back up against the wall here, and maybe this vent will pop open. I don't know. 
It was pretty cool. I wanted that guy to die real bad. He was the worst. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, the the mom and the detective, like, are clearly injured and in distress. And he's like, Chucky nearly killed all of us. And the guy's still like, yeah, but uh, how many hoagies do you have today? (laughs) And he's he's like, go out there and look. There's pieces of them all over the place. He's like, but don't touch them. Don't you dare fucking touch them. And he's like, boop, 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 boop. (laughs) Yeah. But this complex doesn't give a shit. If there's two people horribly injured, there's been gunshots and fire, you would come in cautiously. You would probably have your weapon out. And if you didn't think it was the doll and you thought it was the kid, you'd be apprehending the kid. But this guy doesn't do any of that. He's just like, do, 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 you know, like walking around. You think they set fire and dismembered a doll just for fun? Yeah. So then he gets attacked and then they end up killing Chucky, which is fine and cool. Because you got to shoot him in the heart. But then, but then the cops start coming and then they're all kind of talking about something. Like, you need to work on your goddamn cover story because this kid's being taken away if the forensic evidence is being tracked. Like, yeah. And like, then you, the- like, you need to figure out what the fuck you're telling these other cops because they're not going to believe any of the shit that you're going to tell them. Yeah. And then the mom's like, let's go, Andy. And then the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> but then Andy, ha- it ends on a frozen look back. Yeah. Yeah, I thought what, they were going to show that the doll had moved again or something, or the kid's well, eyes was live, was pa- yeah was part of the was his ritual semi successful. Yeah, maybe yeah. that maybe that's why he was being a little weird at the maybe. end. Maybe, yeah. but we'll yeah, I mean, out. the movie ends with Chucky supposedly dead, or at least in six different pieces. Sure, uh, and he seemed pretty dead to me. Um, so I mean, what I don't. I mean, know I wasn't really happen. expecting that because we know there's more movies, right? So. Right. I assume that somehow the soul has transferred to something or someone. Yeah, I mean, because the doll is, like, completely fucked up. There's, there's no coming back. Yeah. It's, like, burnt. And the effect of it, like, walking when it was burnt, it was so fucking creepy. It was really creepy, yeah. And, like, because his face had, was, like, like on fire too. and it yeah. looked like it was melting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so awesome. Uh, they did a really great job with the effects on this movie. I was suitably impressed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's about that time where we discuss how many good guy D batteries we'd give child's play. How many double D, how many double D G G batteries, <laughs> G G D D batteries, uh, double D batteries. They're just D batteries. You <laughs> sick pervs. Uh, it's two D batteries. They're not double D. Well, I said, how many double D. Batteries? <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. Uh, I would give it shame, 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 shame. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to have to give it eight D batteries. Eight pairs so of four double D batteries. <laughs> eight pairs of D batteries, which just happens to be two Ds, and it's a double D. <laughs> Because uh, I thought this movie was pretty great. Um, I like I said in the beginning, uh, I loved that it was like mostly played straight and wasn't like going for laughs right away. I mean, obviously yeah. this is supposed to be, you know, like a satire on consumerism and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, I don't. Uh, it wasn't in the cam- it like didn't go all all the way into camp for me, which mm-hmm. I no. appreciated. And I'm assuming that the later it definitely will. will. There's will no way. Camp. Not, not, yeah. not Sleepaway Camp or Camp Crystal Lake. Yes. There were no camps <laughs> except for mental health camp. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought this was really great. Uh, Chucky, I can see why uh, this movie made like $44 million. Uh, 
on a like apparently nine million budget. Um, I can see why it's endured to this day. Like I feel like it's instantly an iconic uh, character. Um, Brad Dorff's performance is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just his voice and like it's just it's just like coarse and just kind of like matter of fact. It's not camp in that like he's just, like just a legit crazy person. Yeah, and he's playing that straight, but like it's so over the top that it kind of. You laugh because just, it's crazy and because yeah. it kind of makes him uncomfortable. And he's not really relishing being in the doll. Right. Which I think if maybe that happens in the future or it would be more like a, you know, like, ha ha, I'm a doll. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's, he's just kind of like, I'm trying to better. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I want revenge. And then I want to get yeah, another he's body. Like, it's yeah. hard enough for me to kill people like this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's kind of funny. So, um, what about you guys? Um, I will give it. I guess also eight D batteries, single D batteries. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's clear, like you said, why this became such a classic. Um, I did, I was surprised that it was very, just like very practical and that he didn't have much like supernatural um, stuff. So it was kind of just like a straight slasher instead of being like Annabelle is or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I think it's kind of interesting to just have like one supernatural element and then go from there rather than have everything's, you know, like flying around and going crazy <laughs> yeah. all around us, you know. Um, like I said, I did think that one of the major failings was that these cop characters are awful. And so you really yeah. don't have anybody to care about except the mom and the kid, which I guess is fine. But I think if one, at least one of those cops had been a little bit more compelling, it would have been a little bit more high stakes. Yeah, like the the cop is essentially supposed to be the hero and he's just not. He sucks. Yeah. He gets sidelined in the, even in the end conflict. He does. Which I think, you know, obviously is on purpose so that it can be about the mom and kid. Which- sure. So maybe they weren't really trying to build him up that much, or it was like a red herring that he was going to be the hero or something. But. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm going to give it seven GGD batteries. <laughs> um, good guy, D batteries. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think it's wildly uneven. I think that there's a lot of stuff that I really like about this movie. I think that it kind of made me think of of just being around kids and like you think of their imagination as kind of this wonderful, beautiful thing. And, and knowing that there's kind of a dark side to that is really fascinating. And this movie plays on that for as long as it can. Then when the serial killer voodoo stuff happens, it's fun. Uh, but it kind of, I couldn't see where all the elements are there. And I'd be really disappointed if this is the best kind of balance of them because mm-hmm. it still felt uneven to me. Mm, interesting. But I, but again, good. Everything that you guys said, I think that it's obvious why this uh, has legs and why it spawned so many sequels, because I think that it's something that plays on, like you said, it's a satire of consumerism. It has something about the innocence of childhood and also kind of the darkness of imagination and, and, all of the different themes, which I think are incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it really struck a chord with audiences, and we only have to wait two years to 1990 for Child's Play 2, which I assume no one has seen as well, right? I have no idea, honestly. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, some of the uh, later movies, you can kind of tell what they're about based on the title. Um, But this one, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I... That like there'll be some of these where I like I know this scene or I know whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah. I, I imagine that part of the, the voodoo conversion worked. Yeah, that would be that would be my guess too. Otherwise, like, yeah, the, I mean, like I said, the doll's completely destroyed. Like 
obviously it comes back or it's a different doll or mm-hmm. whatever, but you know, they kind of ended it where like, if it didn't do well, they could have just been like, well, that was the, end it's of the like story. some greedy toy executive. Who's like, I heard this doll lived like, and then like bribed the police to get the evidence locker. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to build Maybe. a whole line of dolls off of this doll's corpse. It's gotta <laughs> be a new doll though, because we know that we're going to see that doll in good right. form again. Yep. yep. Cause so. yeah, the other one's destroyed. So new doll it is. But what's going to happen? There's still children playing too. Child's play too. <laughs> um, Twins. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. I guess uh, he's, I, I hope that some of the characters carry over, but I also could see them just. Oh, I don't care about different. that at this point. No, oh, I mean, it would be cool if like Catherine Hicks came back. Sure. Yeah. See someone deal with uh, Chucky again. Have some PTSD. Have some, yeah. Have some, some. I mean, she. Just I really want to just see PTSD. She would just. Love she would it. just carry around matches <laughs> on her kidding. person. Um, alrighty. Well, in the meantime, Elias, where can people get in touch with us? Yes, please email us uh, sequelrights at gmail dot com. Tell us about your childhood dolls, and uh, <laughs> you can check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequelrights. And please uh, rate and review us on Spotify. Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, any review uh, goes a really long way. We really appreciate it, and uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and thanks uh, so much to my brother for the music at the top. And, uh, well, listeners, it's been fun, but I got to go. I have a date with a six-year-old boy. <laughs> wow, that's what they're recording they're going to use in the trial, Justin. You know, like hey, that you know the the comes from the podcast, so that comes from all of it. That's Not right, me, because uh, I just was love- clearly a man's voice. <laughs> I love how he's like six-year-old boy. Hey. Like the, the the line delivery is amazing. I just had to play that. Um, thanks for being here this week, you guys. See you next week for Child's Play Two. Oh,